I really want to feel my best. Like I want to feel good every single day. I have a lot on my plate. And when I don't feel good, I drag my feet. (laughs) I'm moody. I don't want to get done what I have to get done. And so it's just not worth it for me to have even a glass of wine during the week. Like I used to be okay doing that. Maybe I didn't even notice. Maybe without kids, it was okay. (laughs) But now it's just, I feel such a difference. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, it is going to be just you and I for another pep talk. And I'm really excited about today's podcast. It's actually going to be one of my last podcasts in the old setup. I am setting up a new podcast, let's say room with new lighting. And we're actually going to be offering this podcast on YouTube. So I cannot wait to relaunch, you know, just basically elevate this podcast and help it to get into more people's ears and eyes now that it will be on YouTube. So I will let you guys all know when it's officially on YouTube and you can also tune in there. So today I wanted to talk about a recent post that I made just on Instagram, just sharing what I've been doing lately. And I titled it a few fitness and health things I'm doing differently in my forties than in my thirties. And I wanted to do this podcast to elaborate on this post because I received a lot of DMs. I received a lot of messages because typically what happens with my business is that I'm attracting followers and clients and people who are basically in the same time frame of life that I'm in. So when I was having babies, I would be attracting a lot of new moms who were having babies too. And now we're kind of entering, you know, our 40s together. So if you're listening and you're with me, you know what I'm talking about. There's a lot of different changes going on in our bodies. And we are officially in perimetopause. And perimetopause can typically start like in your mid to later 30s and can go all the way up until around 52. And here's the truth. Our hormones can go a little nutty as we start this process. And especially if you have had kids or pregnancies and just more on your plate in general, because when we have kids and we go back to work and then our kids' schedules start expanding, you know, we just have more and more on our plate. 
And as you guys know, I always believe that information is power. And so when we are going through this new, let's call it new stage of life, I feel like it's important to talk about it and learn and like really be an advocate of your own health because there's so many things that can happen and it's directly correlated with the hormonal changes that are going on in our body. And so I want to do more podcasts on this exact topic, perimenopause and how to navigate that because I know, you know, just with the coaches that I'm coaching and a, a few of my leftover clients, they're going through this as well. And it can be a struggle because what worked for them before is not working for them now. So if you are listening to this right now and you're, you know, late thirties in your forties and you hear what I'm saying and you want to learn more about perimetopause and how to navigate, please send me a DM because I, in the next few months, I'm going to be sourcing some experts in this very field to come on the podcast. If this is something that you really want to dive deep and learn more about, and that is just the way I am. When I'm going through anything specific, I want to learn so much. I want to prepare myself. And like, just personally speaking, I, when I look back on the last few years, you know, pregnancies, I had four total pregnancies because I had two miscarriages. I breastfed both babies for two years and, you know, the lack of sleep and just the stress that comes with being a new mom and and then also being a mom of two and and juggling that. And then, you know, having the regular, you know, going to work, running the businesses and then running the household and trying to be a great partner. That's a lot of stress, right? And so what I found is that when I looked at what I had been doing and I'm very consistent at, you know, my, my health and fitness regimen, let's say. So going back like 10, 12 years ago, up into a few months ago, I've been doing a very similar setup with my training, with my nutrition, with my supplementation, with all of that. It's been very similar in the last 10 to 12 years. So with me assessing everything and also seeking expert help, meaning um, not only going to see my family doctor and getting some blood work, but also going to my naturopath and digging deeper with my blood work, with my hormone levels, you know, checking them with the Dutch test and doing that, going through that whole process. So I actually have numbers because you can't manage what you don't measure. So this is very important to do. So if you are suspecting that, you know, your hormones are kind of a little bit about a whack, meaning you're feeling really tired, you might be feeling bloated, nothing's really like you're storing more body fat and whatever you were doing before is not working now. Maybe you're having sleep disturbances and that sort of, or mood swings even, that could be directly related to your hormones. So going and digging deep and getting these tests is so important. And what I'm sharing with you today, I have to make note here, this is my journey. And I, I'm sharing because I believe, okay, let's talk two-year-old for a minute. Sharing is caring. <laughs> and 
I feel like more information and just sharing around this topic in general is going to be really important for us as women to empower each other, to learn how to take our own health into our hands and that we don't have to just go through feeling shitty and not do anything about it or even doing all of the wrong things. Like you think that you are, you know, doing the right things, but in actual fact, you might be doing the wrong things for your current state. So here are some things that I have changed. And again, this is me and this is after I've gone through hormone tests and I'm also very in tune with my body. So here's what I've switched and it's exactly what has helped me. Okay. So I'm, I'm not saying that this is what you should do because again, you need to get your test done. You need to get your blood work done. You need to get your hormones done and you should be working with an expert, you know, a doctor or a naturopath for, you know, a specific plan for you. So here's what I've been doing. I have incorporated more restorative work like stretching some yoga and breathing. And here's the thing. It's been really hard for me to do this because I don't naturally love yoga and like meditation. I actually find it really hard. And I don't know what it is because I, I've come from a ballet background. And so I've been very used to like slow movement and stretching and holding and all of that. Like my basically all of my teens and, and into my young twenties. And, you know, I've, I've been doing that for a really, really long time. So I don't know what it is, but it's hard for me to do anything outside of my love for weightlifting and, you know, going outside for like a hike or walk, which I still do. But I found that by working in more stretching and doing yoga, even one to two times per week, has really helped. And I think it's directly, well, I pretty much know it's directly related to managing my stress levels. Because when we are stressed and we're going, 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 and then we add exercise as, as it's an extra stress, it can put our body into really high levels of cortisol, right? And so we want to try to manage the cortisol levels in our body. And not all cortisol is bad. Like we need cortisol. We, we definitely need cortisol. We need cortisol to wake up. We need cortisol to like, you know, to defend ourselves if anything were to happen. So cortisol is good, but too much is not. So yoga and stretching has really helped me bring that inner peace and calm into my life. I also have incorporated, and I've always walked, but I've been more conscious about walking, doing more walking and less high intensity interval training. So I have stopped the, you know, finishers at the end of my workout. I have stopped the sprints and listen, some of you might still be okay to do it. And, and there's a lot of studies showing that in perimenopause and menopause and, and menopause that hit is actually very beneficial. But for me, I have found that this has helped currently right now in this phase of my life. I've stopped all of that. And all I focus on is either I'll go on my elliptical machine for like 20 minutes and get like a good sweat, good glow going, 
or I'll go for a walk. And sometimes I'll even do like a minute of light jogging and then I'll go walking, but I'm not overly exerting myself. And I'll try to walk every single day. And usually it's around five to six days out of the week. Sometimes our weekends are a little bit crazy now with the kids and all of their activities. So consistently five to six days a week, I'll, I'll walk outside or do some sort of cardiovascular activity for at least 20 minutes. Now, another change up that I have made is I only lift weights three to four times a week now because rest and recovery is most important for me right now. I feel so much better. I have so much more energy because of this. I was finding if I lifted weights four to five times a week, I was just exhausted and I just wasn't recovering quick enough, right? So I've decreased my lifting to three to four times a week, but that doesn't mean I'm not lifting heavy. Like I'm still lifting heavy. My strength has actually improved by reducing the days of the week, the amount of days that I'm lifting. So I've really noticed that. I'm also more conscious about the carbs that I'm eating. So I'm, I'm actually eating more carbs with every meal. And I find that that has helped with rest and recovery, my mood, and even has helped me look better. Like I look fuller, I look leaner. And it's not just the carbs that I've increased. I've increased my protein. So I'm eating about one to 1.3 grams of protein per pound of body weight per day. And I'm also making sure I'm eating more healthy fats. So basically eating more calories in general, I'm up to 2000 to 2400 calories per day. And another thing that I have included is the proper supplementation and specifically herbal supplements for managing cortisol levels. So I'm currently using ortho adapt ashwagandha, which is amazing for sleep and it's an adaptogen. So it basically will give your body what it needs. If you're lacking energy, it will give you a little bit of energy. If you're, if your cortisol levels are a little bit too high in the evening, it's going to help bring those down and it really helps with sleep. I've noticed a huge difference in the time that it takes me to get to sleep and also stay asleep for longer. I'm hitting around seven to eight hours on average per night. And I do believe ashwagandha was a, a big help with that. And then I'm also taking Vitex, which helps with hormone balancing. And it specifically helps with the luteal phase of helping your progesterone levels stay higher. Because when I tested my hormones, my progesterone levels do drop significantly. I've also increased my magnesium, so 800 to 1,000 milligrams of magnesium before sleep, and I use a combination of glycinate and citrate. I've also, with the help of my natural path, I use a bioidentical progesterone cream in the luteal phase of my cycle, and I've noticed a huge difference with this. So again, I've had my hormones tested. This is something that I wanted to give a try to see if it helped. And I literally just use it. My cycle is short. So I use it on like day 12 to the first day of bleeding, which usually is on day 23, 24, which has 
a lengthened from from doing this protocol it has lengthened because my cycles were getting super short you know 18 it was so short at one point and sadly it was be- i think it was because of getting the vaccine vince vince and i got the vaccine to travel and i my body did not react nicely to it i was i was having really short cycles which when i did read the studies on how it affected women's cycles it 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 would have generally lengthened the cycle but for me I noticed a direct correlation with having that and then my cycle shortening. So happy to say that they've stretched out a little bit. So hitting that 23 to 24 days, which I'm quite happy with because when I was at the, when I was at the shorter end, it was like I was literally having my period like every couple of weeks. And that's just not fun on so many, so many different levels. Okay, I just want to take a short break right now to discuss something that I've absolutely fallen in love with. Now, you know that I'm a big fan of whey protein, and I'm never going to give that up, but I'm also really loving the vegan diesel because it's amazing at crushing late night snacking. Diesel Vegan mixes up so smooth, and my tip is to just use one cup of chilled water, nothing less, and that is the secret. So there's two things that actually make this vegan different from all the rest. One is solathin and the other is mod carb. Both are organic super grains that are amazing at helping you feel full for longer. Listen, we all know the right diet is key, but every little secret hack can help. And this shake is super easy to drink. It has a really nice oat milk flavor. It's not chunky like a lot of the other plant proteins. And it also has five plant proteins mixed together in a way that makes it work exactly like whey does. If you're interested in trying some, click the link in my show notes or go to perfectsports.com and use code JVB, J as in Jennifer, V as in Victor, B as in Ball, at checkout, and you're going to save 20% off any of their amazing supplements and protein powder. So again, use JVB at checkout to save 20%. I've also started taking evening primrose oil, which is really great with, you know, premenstrual symptoms like, you know, sore, sore breasts or even mood swings. And I've noticed that's really helped, helped reduce like the inflammation in the breasts and just my overall mood before I get my period. Like sometimes I don't even know I'm getting my period now. Like I'll I'll know in the cycle, but I used to know because I would be irritable. And now it's like, I'm, it's such an even feeling from, you know, day one to day 23 or day 24 for me. So with all of this, I've been able to sleep between seven and eight hours per night, which I wake up feeling very good. And I feel as though I've had a really great restful night of sleep. And so how I start my morning, and this has been a big change for me because I would typically get up, I I would drink my water, check my phone. I would do it. I would check my phone and then I would have a cup of coffee. So now what I do is I'll wake up. I drink about, you know, eight ounces of water and I will go outside And I will sit outside for 15 minutes and get that natural morning sunlight. 
An exposure to full-spectrum sunlight in the morning causes our bodies to produce serotonin, which not only helps later on with nighttime sleep, but it improves mood throughout the day. And so I've noticed a huge difference with this. And it also kind of just sets the tone for the day. Like you're not, you know, you wake up a little bit before the kids, you have your water, and you give your body time to adjust and wake up. Then I'll have my coffee. I love my coffee in the morning. I have about one to one and a half cups of coffee with full fat cream. And then I'll get the kids ready and everything. I don't really feel like eating first thing in the morning. So usually when the kids go to school around nine, I'll have something. Or if I'm in the first phase of my cycle, I'll just go for my workout right away and then have a meal directly after my workout. Now, if I'm in my luteal phase in my cycle, I'm usually generally a little bit more hungry. So I will have something right when the kids go to school and then I'll wait like 10, 15 minutes and then, and then go for my, my workout. Another thing that is different than let's say like in my early thirties compared to now would be the amount of alcohol that I would consume in the week. So now it's very limited. I might have one or two glasses of wine, maybe like once a month, depending on what we have going on. You know, if it's like a wedding or whatever, you know, I have four weddings this summer. I'll probably have a couple glasses of wine in the wedding, but I'm very, very careful with the amount of alcohol I consume because I notice such a huge difference. Like even with one glass of wine, I don't sleep as well. I kind of feel more lethargic the next day. And I don't know if you have an aura ring, but you can see like just your REM sleep and how deep, how deep of a sleep that you have. And it's like completely off, even with one glass of wine or one alcoholic beverage, whatever it is, it can throw your sleep off. And for me, since I really want to feel my best, like I want to feel good every single day. I have a lot on my plate. And when I don't feel good, I drag my feet. (laughs) I'm moody. I don't want to get done what I have to get done. And so it's just not worth it for me to have, you know, even a glass of wine during the week. Like I used to be okay doing that. Maybe I didn't even notice. Maybe without kids, it was okay. (laughs) But now it's just, I see, I feel such a difference. So I really watch my alcohol consumption and I've always have done this, but I keep my water at at least four liters, three to four liters a day of filtered spring water. And I like to add some electrolytes sometimes, especially since I've been taking up tennis. This is my new thing. If you guys have been tuning in or follow me on my Instagram, you know that my son Jackson is an amazing tennis player. He actually got into a U10 tournament. He's only eight years old, but we we wrote the Ontario Association of Tennis to see if he can get into U10 because U8 and U9, they're using different balls. It's like half the court and he he's just too advanced for that. He's been using what they call a green dot ball, which is one level lower than a regular ball. And he's been on full court. So it didn't make any sense for him to 
go down or it wouldn't be really fair for the other kids. So he finally got in a U10 tournament. So I'm kind of off on a tangent here because I'm so proud of him. But I, it's just been so amazing seeing him progress and absolutely love it. Like you can't get him off the court. You know, he does a two hour tennis lesson and he still wants to play and he still wants to play when there's no lessons. So it's just something that he absolutely loves. And so I decided to take a few lessons with his coach, Brian, and it's been amazing. It's addicting. It totally is addicting. I am not good. I am not good whatsoever but it's really fun learning something new. And we were at the courts last week and it was like 84 degrees out, super hot. And I typically love that weather, but after an hour playing of tennis, oh my God, my face was like a tomato. I literally felt zonked the entire, like pretty much for 24 hours, just playing in that heat. So what I, what I'm going to do going forward is bring some electrolytes to, you know, the tennis court. I also find electrolytes really help me in the morning, especially when I don't want to eat right away. I'll have some electrolytes in my water and I will go down and train and it will give me enough energy to do a full training session. And again, that this is usually in my first stage of the cycle. In my luteal phase of the cycle, I will typically eat before I train just because I'm more hungry. I am, I'm eating a little bit more calories in the luteal phase of my cycle as well. I truly believe that the best thing that you can do for yourself is become your own health advocate. Become in tune with your body. Know how you feel after things. And pay attention to when you don't feel good. If you don't feel like yourself, investigate. Your body is smart and it's going to show you the way. You just need to listen to your symptoms and be that person that that digs deep for answers because a lot of the times we go to the doctor and doctors are quick to prescribe, okay? I'm not saying that all medication is bad. I know people have to be on certain medications. I understand that. But be okay with getting second and third opinions and even work with a natural path so they can help you dig deeper. Or maybe you try the natural way at first and see if it can help you. And know that you don't have to gain weight in your 40s or in your 50s. You can actually improve your physique and feel better than ever. I knew that if I didn't change some things, I probably would have gone down that path where, yeah, I probably would put on five to 10 pounds or just not feeling 100%. And I truly want to, I truly believe in living a peak performance life, no matter what age I'm at. But I also get that you have to go with what your body is telling you. And my body didn't want to do strenuous activity or exercise anymore. I needed more rest and recovery. I needed to focus on sleep and managing stress. And that's really number one, managing stress. So how I did that, I have a really good nighttime routine. I typically wake up at the same time every day. I have my morning ritual now where I go and get some natural sunlight. And I don't ever really eat in a caloric deficit. Like I haven't in a good year now. And I don't plan on it. 
I don't think this stage in our lives, we should be eating in a deficit. I feel like that causes way too much stress on the body. Now, if you have a lot of body fat to lose, maybe is a different story for you. But typically what I have seen in my own coaching practice with my friends, even with myself, you need more calories when your body is going through these types of changes. And you need to lift weights. You need to lift heavy weights. They're not going to make you bulky, but it's how you are going to still stimulate growth hormone. It's how you're going to help balance your hormones and prevent muscle loss, which starts to happen at age 35. So always, always lift weights. For me, I'm thankful that I've been lifting weights for a long time, but for me, it was to scale back that a little bit, you know, like not doing the five days, doing four days instead, but still going heavy, but having enough rest and recovery. Anyways, I could go on and on this topic forever. So if you loved this podcast, please take a screenshot and share it with me because it's going to tell me to do more of these types of podcasts, specifically for women in their late 30s, in their 40s, going through some of these hormonal changes because what worked before isn't going to work now. And I believe in taking people in my, with, with me on this journey so we can learn and support each other. And I will do my best to get more experts on this topic because I'm no expert. I am just sharing what has worked for me. And maybe I'm going to spark some questions in your own head like, oh yeah, I haven't been feeling really good. I haven't been sleeping well. Let's dig deeper because again, we are our own health advocates. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And again, if you like this, please let me know because I'm going to have more experts on perimenopause and how to deal with it while you're going through all of these changes. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and stay strong.